Episode 14. Why should you know two languages? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Checkmark English. I'm Mark, and this is my intermediate level English podcast. It's the middle of November right now, with Christmas break approaching quickly. Here in Canada and the United States, the school semester ends before Christmas break, meaning final exams are coming up soon. If you're currently in school, I wish you best of luck on your exams. If you're studying English as a second language, I hope this podcast has been helpful for you so far. Today, I want to talk about second languages and the advantages of being bilingual. Bilingual means you are able to speak two languages. Believe it or not, in most places in Canada and the United States, people speak only English. I want to talk more about that and compare it with other countries, particularly with European countries. Before we get started, I want to ask you guys when do you listen to this podcast? Do you listen when you're driving, going to school, cleaning the house, going for a walk? You can leave a comment on YouTube, on the transcript page of my website at checkmarkenglish.com, or on my Instagram. My name over there is checkmarkenglish. Okay, let's dive in. Growing up, I didn't speak English until I started going to elementary school, which was when I was about five years old. In Canada, elementary school starts when you are four or five years old. I was born in Turkey, but my family came to Canada when I was two years old. Before, I said that I have six older brothers, so when we came to Canada, none of my brothers or parents spoke any English. As you can imagine, at home, we only spoke our own language, which is an old language that some people in the Middle East still speak. It's a dialect or form of Aramaic. Right when we came to Canada, my brother started going to school and started learning how to speak English. It was really challenging for my older brothers because everybody spoke English at school and they couldn't understand at all. It was difficult and took a lot of effort for them to get to an English level that was sufficient or enough to communicate effectively. After a few years in Canada, their English improved and was getting really good. I started learning in a few years once I started going to elementary school. When my brothers were at school and my dad was at work, I was at home with my mom. I watched lots of cartoons for those three years before I started school, so I imagine that I learned something from that. After we went to school for many years and improved our English dramatically, we started speaking English with each other and stopped speaking our mother tongue for the most part, except for when speaking with our parents. The reason why I bring this up is to give you an idea of my experience with English as a young child, because in a way, English is my second language that became my primary or main language. Not only can I not read or write in my mother tongue, I don't speak it very well compared to my English. However, I'm really glad that I still speak it well enough to communicate with my parents and other relatives and the advantages it gave me being able to speak two languages. However, everything I do now in life, other than speaking with my parents, is in English. I think in English, read, write, and basically everything else. You might be wondering if I have an accent or if I sound different than somebody who was born in Vancouver. Because my family moved here when I was very young, I was able to learn English with a native accent, as if it were my first language. 
It's really interesting because although Kara was born in Canada, she had a similar upbringing as me. When she was a toddler, she didn't speak English at all until she went to elementary school, just like me. A toddler is a young child around one to three years old. In a previous episode, I explained how there are videos of Carol growing up speaking Polish with her parents and dog. Her parents spoke Polish with her and still do to this day, unless I'm there with them. In those cases, they speak English so I can understand. Once she went to elementary school, she started learning English there. It's interesting to me because it was very similar to my experience. However, one of the big differences between her and myself is that she went to Polish school to improve Polish from a young age. Because of this, she's able to read, write, and communicate in Polish extremely well with absolutely no trouble. I really love that because it adds another dimension or side to her personality. It's been fun listening to her and her family speaking Polish because I, I can understand certain words and phrases. I'm able to say many words and sentences, which is helpful when we're out and want to say something without others understanding us. I've improved my Polish quite a bit over the last seven years that we've been together. I want to get even better, but to be honest, my wife isn't a great teacher. However, she did buy me Polish lessons for my birthday, so at least she's trying to help me learn. Caro says that she sometimes feels like she has a different personality when she's speaking in Polish. Many of my friends say the same thing about Chinese, Korean, and other languages that they speak. I'm not sure how I feel about that and if I feel that way about myself, but maybe I would more if I spoke my mother tongue better or if I was able to read it. One thing is for sure though, there are words and phrases in my language that are really hard to translate or express in English. Caro says the same thing about Polish. I often ask her what something means that I heard her say to her mother, and she responds by saying, I can't really explain it. One of the biggest benefits of being bilingual or speaking two languages is improved cognitive ability. According to a study done in 2012 by Dr. Viorica Marian and Anthony Shuk, the brains of those who speak two languages process information more efficiently, and also slow down cognitive decline as one ages. I'll put a link to the study in the transcript of this episode. The transcripts are found on my website at checkmarkenglish.com. In the study, they say that the benefits are clearly shown in early childhood years all the way to old age. What's even more interesting and exciting is that these benefits are for both people who were raised bilingual and for those who learned a second language later in life. This is great news for those trying to learn English or any other language. Some of the advantages include better memory, problem-solving skills, and even creativity. I definitely feel like my memory has improved since learning and practicing languages. There are lots of vocabulary, grammar rules, and verb conjugations that you repeat and force your brain to remember. I truly believe that it also helps you in other areas of life where memory is important. When it comes to problem solving and creativity, they are greatly improved when you learn another language. Imagine this. You have to express or explain yourself in a language that you're learning. You can only use the vocabulary that you know. So you have to think about what you want to say 
and then come up with the words that you know in the other language. It's like solving a problem or putting a puzzle together to get your ideas out. It requires lots of creativity. It might not sound the best when you actually say what you wanted, but if the person you are speaking to understands the general point you are trying to make, then it's a huge success. There are times when I'm trying to say something in Polish to Caro in public so other people don't understand, and she completely understands me, even though I said it using unconventional words because my vocabulary is limited. When it comes to learning English especially, it allows you to have a universal language that most places in the world speak. This is one of the greatest benefits of all. If you are somebody who likes traveling, you know how important English is. Perhaps this is the reason you started learning English in the first place. For those of you who don't travel or haven't started traveling yet, you'll soon see how important and useful the English language is. When you're in any place where you don't speak their native language, your first instinct or impulse is to start speaking in English. And most of the time, somebody will understand you. If you're at an airport, hotel, or any other busy place that lots of people go to, you can be sure that there will be many people who speak English well. When I was in Cuba and Mexico, almost everybody we saw could speak or at least understand it. Not only that, signs in airports, streets, hotels, and many other places will be written in English as well. This is true in lots of countries all over the world. This is because it's recognized as a, the global language by many people. In previous episodes, I said how I've been learning Spanish for a few years. One of the most surprising things about learning Spanish is how I improved my English. I was surprised at how many words in Spanish are also English words that I didn't know or that I knew but never really used. It also helped me identify or notice patterns that I didn't know were there in English. If your native language is Spanish, French, or any of the other Romance languages, I believe you know what I'm talking about. Learning Spanish also helped me learn a lot about Mexican and Spanish culture. I started listening to their music, watching their TV shows, and started cooking traditional Spanish and Mexican dishes. Through language and food, you can learn a lot about a country and its culture. I believe this is one of the greatest things about learning languages. You get exposed to other cultures, which gives you a broader perspective or view on the world. Looking back on it now, learning Spanish was one of the best things I've done. Next year, I'm planning on going to Europe for the first time with my wife, and Spain is at the top of our list of countries to go to. I talked before about how my wife has been to Europe many times, and one thing she tells me is that most people speak at least two languages. I thought that was really interesting because it's not like that here in Canada. What I want to do now is compare Europe with Canada and the United States when it comes to languages. In Europe, it's very common for people to learn and know multiple languages. One of the biggest reasons why this is true is because of the closeness of so many different countries. For example, Austria is surrounded by Italy, Slovenia, Hungary, Slovakia, Czech Republic, Germany, and Switzerland. This close proximity of countries is part of the reason learning multiple languages is normal. Compare that with the United States or Canada. Canada has the United States south of it, and that's it. The United States has Canada to the north and Mexico to the south. 
Many people in the United States speak Spanish, but the overwhelming majority of people in the U.S. speak only English. According to a census.gov article from September 1st, 2022, 78% of Americans speak English only. The link to this article is also in the transcript if you want to read the entire article. Now, we compare that to Europe, where about 65% of Europeans can speak at least two languages. When I saw these numbers, I was completely shocked at how big of a difference there was, but it definitely makes sense. As you know, my wife Caro was born in Canada, but has a Polish background. Most of her family live in Poland, so she's been there many times. When she's in Poland, it's very easy for her to travel around to the other neighboring countries. Not only are they so close to each other, most of the countries use the same currency, or money, which is the euros. In Europe, you can take a train or a bus and get to another country pretty quickly and at a great price. If you're a citizen of a country that's part of the European Union, you can travel, work, and live in any country in the Union, which makes traveling much easier. In the United States and Canada, you have to apply for a work visa in order to work in another country. If you're a student or your work is considered very important, it's easy to get a visa, but if not, it can take a lot of time and be difficult. I wonder how it would have been like growing up in Europe. In Canada, French is an official language, but most people don't speak it. There's a province in Canada called Quebec, where nearly all of the French-speaking Canadians live. Remember that Canada is north of the United States? This means that the closest country that speaks another language is several hours away, by airplane. That country is Mexico. Not only does speaking another language make your brain stronger in various ways, it also gives you more opportunities. There's an increased demand in the workplace for people who speak multiple languages, even here in Canada and the United States. With the increase in multiculturalism and immigration, companies notice when somebody speaks more than just English. According to an article by the Financial Post in 2021, they estimate that people who are bilingual make about 5 to 20% more than people who only speak one language. I'll put a link to that article in the transcript as well. It's hard to say exactly how much financial benefit there is being bilingual, but no matter how you look at it, there isn't a disadvantage. I want to say one last point before I end this episode. When you learn a second language, it's much easier to learn a third. The skills you developed for remembering grammar and identifying patterns will make learning a third language a lot faster. I definitely noticed this when trying to learn Polish after Spanish. Thanks again for listening, and I hope this episode has been fun and motivating for you. It might have sounded like I was exaggerating earlier, but I truly think that learning Spanish was one of the best decisions I made in my life. If you think you're having a hard time improving, that's perfectly normal. You just have to continue and not get discouraged. If you have any questions or need help, send me a message on Instagram. My Instagram name is checkmarkenglish, all one word. I'll respond as quickly as I can. In the next few weeks, I'll be trying something different and new with my podcast. I'll let you know about that soon. If you like this episode, please leave me a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to this. Thanks again, and take care.